Welcome to the Clear Skin Chronicles, the podcast that takes you on a journey to uncover the secrets of achieving glowing, acne-free skin. We believe that knowledge is power, and by understanding the root causes of your acne, we can create a solid foundation for long-lasting clear skin. I'm Katie Stewart, registered holistic nutritionist and founder of The Clear Skin Solution, where we help women just like you get to the root cause of their acne. And I'm Chris Brown, registered holistic nutritionist and program director in The Clear Skin Solution. Through functional testing, we pinpoint where the body system imbalances lie so we can dive deep into your acne clearing journey. We work virtually with clients to clear up their skin from the inside out and have helped thousands of women worldwide regain their confidence. I'm really loving today. Katie and I, we're going to jump in. We're going to do some acne connectors, root cause links. And really, let's ask ourselves, what is your acne connected to? Because I'm going to let you know a little secret, a little prelude to what we're going to delve into today. Most of us have a real unrealistic idea of who we are and how our acne is truly that beautiful message versus that curse we've been given. I think this is great to talk about because, again, this is not one of those things that's commonly talked about in acne and not just in like the medical treatment where we're looking at, you know, prescriptions and that kind of stuff, but even the holistic world, Chris, like we're always so focused on the gut health and the liver detoxes and the hormone balancing, but we rarely, rarely, rarely hear people talk about that mind-body-spirit connection or talking about past traumas or thought patterns that we have that are giving physical manifestations because there's, again, there's been a number of studies done on this. You guys can easily go and check this out after. There's an entire new like realm of psychology based around how these emotional traumas and and issues in our day-to-day life can have physical manifestations in our body, which I think is another completely fascinating. And I remember when uh, we were, when I was in nutrition school, so Chris and I were in nutrition school around the same time. And one of the recommended readings, Chris, was Louise Hay's book, You Can Heal Your Life. And I remember getting it. And at first I was like, I don't know, this seems a little wishy-washy, whatever. And then when I started digging into it, I was like, oh, damn. Okay. She, uh, she knows what's up over here. Because I was really self-analyzing, like going into this with an open mind. So I think this is a really key thing to remember. For this episode, we would love for you to keep an open mind to this because from our years and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people that we have worked with, Chris, we can attest that there is a massive connection between our thought patterns and our health. Absolutely. Let's go every thought that we choose to think and believe. And believe. That's the key component, right? Because we believe it. It's the belief. Yeah. And what we keep telling ourselves over and over and over, and, you know, it's kind of neat. I was walking Bruna yesterday. Her dog, by the way, not her husband. Well, both can use leashes. So (laughs) I was walking Bruno and a little girl comes, can I pet your dog? And she's skittish. And I'm always thinking, oh, Bruno, he's so docile, but I love him. So I showed her the open hand and everything. And it's great. And all of a sudden, this mom goes, you know, it's kind of neat how children resonate with dogs and they don't have this kind of fear. And I'm thinking, I just saw fear. But essentially she goes, you know, like when you're not in a stable environment and it brings comfort to you because, and I'm going, whoa, this is way, whoa, whoa, whoa. And people do this. Sometimes I get random things. I'm thinking, what did I open myself up to? Because it can be my energy too. But she was talking about how we go in and put ourselves around discomfort because it's comforting based on our past, based on our trauma, based on our, and she goes, does this like, she goes, I don't even know what I'm trying to say here. She goes, but does it make sense? And I'm like, you have, I've got you. You have no idea. Like, you have no idea what she wants into. You the right lady it. on the road with the right dog, let me tell you. However, how clever, the universe works like that. So what am I evaluating? I'm evaluating certain things. I'm evaluating the child's skittish now behavior on certain things, not just looking at the dog. But as a coach, I do a quick analysis and my heart goes, as I'm leaving, you know, may love and compassion be with you in the time that you need, because this is not my energy of yours to hold on to. So looking, and I just wanted to use that example because it's kind of neat how we have a podcast and something happens, right? Mm-hmm. But it came out of nowhere. And we're talking about it on our podcast today. 
What are the chances? The universe puts these messages. I truly believe in the power of the universe, whether you call it God, you know, universe, spirit, like there's so many different names. And I truly believe at the end of the day, we're all really referencing kind of the same thing. So I always often use the word the universe, but the universe really puts these things into your, into, in your path for you to pick up on. And a lot of the times, if we're just going about our day, we're ignoring it. We're ignoring the messages and we're not seeing it. The universe is throwing more and bigger and bigger and bigger. Just to be like, hey man, can you just for a minute stop and listen? I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to show you something. I'm trying to, you know, align what's going on for you right now. And I think when I, it's, it's like, you know, way before I was into this healthy living, healthy stream, I was like that. I would ignore, I gave no merit to these signs from the universe, to the limiting beliefs I was have impacting me. But over the last 10 to 15 years, I've done so much work on my mindset and on my, you know, soul and spirit and all of those things. And now I can really appreciate the importance of this part of the healing journey and just being able to really listen right? Like we're so busy, so busy and focused on everything else, being able to listen to your body, listen to your, the universe or God and in order to really get yourself to a better spot. I am so excited about today. I know. Like, I, just, I want to talk about it all. And I'm trying to, because of my super work brain, I'm like, Chris, baby steps, Chris, breathe, right? Because I just want to, because you know me, very business oriented, black or white, mineral structure and everything for me to be in this realm, in this universe of, you know, listening and receptive, it was a whole new thing. It's uncomfortable sometimes. Wouldn't you say? It is so uncomfortable. Like, oh my God, Jess, it's uncomfortable. And that's what I love you brought up is Chris is a very analytic left brain thinker. Like she sees the black and the white. She reads the studies. She, she's a very like scientific style brain. Like she wants that analytical component. So when we look at something like, you know, the metaphysical and the mind-body-spirit connection, like that can seem a little like hokey-pokey at first glance. But when you, again, take keep an open mind and you start digging into it, that's when you can be like, okay, there is some merit here. Because we have to remember, again, this is a super basic idea, but I feel like when I first put these two together, I was like, oh, I get it. So we can think of the physical manifestations in this way. Like when you're nervous or anxious about something and you get butterflies in your stomach, that is your emotion provoking a physical response. Or if we get embarrassed and our skin flushes, our cheeks go red, and everyone's like, oh, you know, you're embarrassed, Don't, you know, da-da-da-da. So these again- Story of my life. Yeah, story of Chris's <laughs> life. But these are just very rudimentary examples of how our thoughts impact our physical body. So now that we've really given that a go- uh, I, I wanted to bring up the Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. Now, I'm going to link this to in the show notes. It's a book book both Chris and I have. Out of all of my textbooks that I received at school, Chris, I think this is the one I still reference to this day. I I do. I love it. But sometimes, remember, oh, I do. Don't get me wrong. Like, genius. I also do a little bit of the Byron Katie. Oh, I love the Byron Katie, her work. And loving what is. Yeah, because the work that she does and like I've said before, page 25, I still, like I'm getting goosebumps right now. Page 25 hit me like a ton of bricks, right? So going into this and going into this realm of that mindset, that spirit, that body is really knowing that the tendencies we do, they recreate something we've already experienced, whether comfortable, not comfortable, and that's called habit. So whether we're picking our skin whether we're going for the craving sugars, whether it's the cravings we have, the different systematic things we do. We tend to drive the same way to work. We likely go into the bathroom and watch. Are you performing the same acts in the same role? I put on my socks before I put on my pants. Not like you needed to know that. I do but too. I'm just gonna give it it makes do. sense. It makes sense. It does. Even in the summer, I do it because, I, of course, if you have pants, it makes sense. But yeah, always socks. So I always socks first. Uh, don't ask me if it's a left or right foot. I've never paid attention. I will now. <laughs> but this is what we do. So we can go and we can blame our family. We can blame our parents. We can blame ourselves. We can blame anybody we want. But the more that we blame, the more that we are recreating that same thought pattern. 
So when it comes to acne, Katie, who do we tend to judge the most? Ourselves. Bam. Easy. That was like A plus Katie, gold star given to myself. You can't give yourself gold stars. We've talked about this. I can give myself gold stars. If I can't name a vitamin about myself, you can't have a gold star. Well, I don't like this anymore. (laughs) I'm going home. (laughs) Right? So just remember, it's what we choose. And we all know you've heard me say about that sign that I have, right? So how do we do it? We have to learn to be in present. We have to learn that Every thought can be changed. We are not predisposed. My family's misery is not my future. Once we learn this, and this is coming from me, give me a periodic table and give me some bakers. Like, I'm going to have fun. She's in her element. I'm in my element. So again, with acne, I want to be very, very clear. This is your missing link. If you've done all the things. This is the missing puzzle piece that you were like looking under the chair for, digging into the couch cushions, checking your car. Like this is such a big piece. So I I really don't want you to just give it a miss because it's a, a, a little more outside of that box of thinking when it comes to acne. So Let's dig into it. So we're going to, re- again, re- referencing, you can heal your life by Louise Hay. And what I think she does really beautifully in this book is she lists the symptom. So obviously acne will be your symptom because remember, acne is an external symptom of an internal issue. And then she gives the probable cause. So the thought pattern that you're having that is most likely manifesting this physical symptom. And then she has a new thought pattern. So if you do catch yourself thinking in this way, you have like an, almost like an affirmation that you can keep repeating to yourself. And we will actually include these in the lifestyle section of some of our p- protocols in the Clear Skin Solution because we know how big it is to start retraining the brain. And remind, remember, this isn't an overnight thing. Like retraining your brain and working on your thought patterns and creating these new thought patterns is going to take time and consistency. It, it's not an overnight thing. You, you have to work at it every single day. So what we decided to do is we're going to do Two of the biggest symptoms we see with our clients, acne, of course, being one of them, and PMS just across the board. So, you know, that's the cramping, the bloating, the mood swings, like whatever your PMS symptoms are. Then- All the sexy. Yeah, all the sexy. And then what I want to do is we're going to go in and we're going to discuss from a practitioner perspective two symptoms that we see the acne clients struggling with that we also work on. So, Chris, let's start with acne. Acne is the symptom. Now, what do they say the probable cause is? And I'm asking Chris because my book is packed away in a box since we moved and I can't find it. (laughs) Not accepting the self, dislike of the self. Which is interesting. So say that again. I, I want people to really hear it. Not accepting the self and dislike of the self. Chris, how many clients do we see having massive judgment against themselves, having these limiting beliefs of I don't deserve, I'm not worthy? That is a direct example of disliking the self. You are not loving up yourself. You are not finding the positives in what you do and what you have to offer. You're constantly, constantly bullying yourself. And acne is on your face and it's not pretty. I, I think we can all agree. It's not fun. It's not fun. It's not pretty. So when it's on the face, do you like it? So there's that, there's that connection. It's on the face. We don't like it. So then we don't like ourselves because we have it. It's the, I feel ugly. It's th- I that's feel ugly. What it comes down to is I know we don't like, we never want to say these things about us, but if we all peel back those layers and we're honest, we feel ugly is like that core thing. Absolutely. And that's what we have to realize. Of course, Katie, through your work, through my work, I don't, you know, we get client pictures all the time and it uploads. I never, ever step back and go, that's disgusting. Never. Oh, my brain so quickly goes, okay, here we go. We've got the liver and and we'll talk about the face mapping, but I do that so quick because I'm not here to judge you. If I'm going to sit here in judgment, I'm not going to be effective and I'm not going to be able to give you the tools and the guidance. And even as the individual dealing with the acne, when we're judging ourselves so much, we're on that high alert. We often, it's really difficult to trust the process. For sure. But we'll get to that, right? Okay, so now that we know that's what the probable cause is in our brain, now, Chris, what does Louise Hay give as a new thought pattern or affirmation? I really love how she has worded new thought pattern. I love it. 
See, we're using the words, there's no condemning, there's no judgment. It is, here's the value I put forward. So what she has written is, I am a divine expression of life. I love and accept myself where I am right now. That's so beautiful. Like I absolutely, it's so well written. You're loving, you're accepting yourself where you are right now. Absolutely. And for my logical, my logical beings, my partners in crimes, you know, we talked about affirmations. Sometimes we need the affirmations, right? Ask me in a question. My brain works well. So let me just show an example of an affirmation. Why am I a divine expression of life and able to love and accept myself where I am right now? So asking the question, why? Just reinforcing in your brain. And then it's almost like, oh, I am a divine expression. I am worthy of love because of X, Y, Z. And again, sometimes this might not be an easy thing. You might have to sit with it, think on it, give it some thought, but this is how we need to start rewiring. And then once you have this affirmation or your affirmations, you know, whether you want to, you know, repeat it as you're doing a meditation or you're doing some deep breathing or you're doing some tapping, uh, you know, as you're walking, you know, walking your dog or walking with your kids, just going on a stroll through nature repeating this to yourself over and over and over again until you start to believe it. In the beginning, you're going to feel silly. You're going to be like, this is dumb. I don't think this is going to do anything. But the more you say something, the more you believe it. Because it's that same example I always give. If you tell a kindergarten student learning to read, oh, you're an idiot. You're never going to learn how to read. Why bother? Guess who's going to think they're in an idiot and they're never going to be able to learn to read? The kindergartner, because they now believe it. So I want you to start saying this, like literally put a sticky note on your mirror customize a coffee mug, put a sticky on your your computer, you know, put it on your dashboard, wherever you're physically looking throughout the day, have these reminders. I really love setting it as a, um, the the screensaver on my phone. So when I go to check the time, it's like, Oh, there's my little affirmation that I got to remember to say. Exactly. What I love for the busy people. And we have a ton of clients. They're like, I'm so busy and it's uncomfortable. It's not comfortable. That's it. It's not comfortable. It's not. Could we could we or are we open to writing it on a sticky, putting it on the mirror in the bathroom? And while you're brushing your teeth, we're performing or we're multitasking. And you're now telling yourself, because what happens is when we're brushing our teeth, I'm telling you, you're planning your day. You're now deciding whether you're putting that sock on the left or right foot. Okay. So why not utilize our time in an efficient manner and throw it up in the bathroom? You know, you're headed there. It's not like we can get away from the bathroom. We got to brush our teeth. We got to use the toilet. We got to have a shower at some point. And what's in front of you? A mirror. And you're ju- and you're usually judging like, oh my God, look at my skin. And your acne. So putting it on the mirror and literally like if, if you close your eyes, if you need to, but say that affirmation over and over again. Yeah. I love it. Love, love, love. Okay. So now we've done acne. The next symptom I wanted to discuss, which so many women can relate to is the symptoms of PMS the moodiness, the irritability, the bloat, maybe you get headaches, maybe you have your, you know, um, acne pop up, whatever those premenstrual syndrome symptoms are. Chris, what is the probable cause of, of PMS? Giving power to outside influences and rejection of the feminine process. Right? I like how I'm changing my voice as this, like, this is like... <laughs> I know. Like we have all read, like Chris and I have read these each like a thousand times, but every time I hear it, I'm like, "Mm, yes, absolutely. Louise. Hey, you know, your stuff. Let's do this. So let's kind of break that down. Chris, say just the first part again, giving power to outside influences. So where do acne sufferers usually give their power away? What would you say would be the biggest one we see? It's so multi-complex because it really depends on where they are in their journey. If they're coming in, they give their power away, first of all, to the thoughts and beliefs of other people. That's that's hands down. The, the opinions of others. Yes. Hands down. It, the power belongs to other people. I tell my kids this. She, because I have all females. She. Bless your soul. <laughs> I don't pray. She who loses her temper first loses the fight. And I have competitive children, so they don't like that. They're like, mom, what do you mean? Right. So I'm like, okay, now you've got, you've gotten your, yourself mad. Where, where are we going with that? Right. So that one child has rendered the power to another child and that other child is going to use it in retaliation and become a little more vicious. Same in the acne world. It's who like, 
Hello. Oh, Katie. Wow. Mm, look at that. Ooh, like, mm, your acne. Uh, like, mind your own business. Mind your own business. That's the thing. So we're constantly giving our power away to other people's opinions. Yes. And why don't we go into that new thought pattern? Because that's going to hone this in. In fact, I didn't read it ahead of time. So I think it's, I just quickly looked down. I'm like, ooh. I know, I know what it is. I'm excited for you to read it. Yeah. Do you? Oh my gosh. Okay. You probably have this memorized. I don't. I do. I read it all at this book all the time. <laughs> I now take charge of my mind and my life. I am powerful, dynamic woman. Every part of my body functions perfectly. I love me. Say it again. Just one more time. I just want to hear it again. I love it. I now take charge of my mind and my life. I am a powerful, dynamic woman. Every part of my body functions perfectly. I love me. What a empowering statement, like insanely empowering for any woman to have. How many ladies out there are listening? And when I said, I love me, you felt almost a revolt. Like you wanted to throw up a little bit. Yeah. A little bit of throw up in my throat. Like that. Swallow it back down. That's the uncomfortable we're talking about. Like really sit with that. Yes. It's okay to be where you are, but knowing that that is the thought pattern that your brain neurons every like 21 days when we feed them through diet and through any kind of spiritual connection and all these other modalities, we have the ability to reform this thought process. It is not quick like skincare. It is not quick like dietary changes or supplement enhancements and you know, all of these beautiful things. It is about adopting, building and growing. I love it. And that's the thing is, we, you need to meet yourself where you're at. Please don't beat yourself up like, oh my God, I, I'm, I'm too old to be feeling like this. Oh my God, I wish I knew this sooner. Because again, you're beating yourself up. Love and accept yourself for where you're at and remind yourself that you're taking the actionable steps now. Today is the day where you start rebuilding your relationship with yourself. Today is the day where you start learning how to love yourself again. Because when we're born, we're not taught to not love ourselves. It is the environment and the situation, the circumstances that we grow up in, whether family, whether teachers, whether friends, is where we have these learned limiting beliefs that we're not worthy of love. 100%. And we're all subject to it. Even if you had a beautiful upbringing, love and nurturing, some of our clients say, you know what? I didn't really have the structure. I didn't have the boundaries. You know, I pushed it a little bit. And that's okay. That's how you grew up. Remember, we all have the chance for a new thought pattern. That we start today. Exactly. Yeah. And when I'm teaching, one of the first, in the first 20 minutes, and I do this all the time, it is so ingrained in my head, and I do it with clients, is when you come in to this course, when you come in to help self-heal your acne, when you are in any transition, please look at it by perspective. Because when we are open through having perspective, it allows us to be in that realm. So if you're in that bathroom and you have that beautiful affirmation, affirmation on that bathroom and somebody else walks in and goes, that's stupid. What, like, well, that's, that's, that's awful. That's your perspective. That's exactly. We don't have to own their thought pattern. Remember, it's sorry. You know, it's because it's also uncomfortable for them, right? Yes. Absolutely. And I, the reason I was jumping in, because I, I love that you brought this up and that goes right back. So if you guys have, haven't listened to the mindset episode that we did um, a few episodes back, I highly recommend going and listening to that after because it's a great compliment. And in there, I talk a lot about how don't let the opinions of others steal your dream. When you can really accept that, be like, you want to know what? Just because my mother-in-law thinks that how I'm eating doesn't make sense doesn't mean I'm going to stop doing that because it makes me feel good. I'm not going to go back to feeling like crap just to appease the opinion of somebody else. And maybe that's, you know, a sister or a friend or a colleague or whoever it may be. So if you feel like you're being judged by people in your space, that's where we really, like my parents, when I, I don't know if anybody else was told this at a kid, but my parents would always say water off a duck's back. Like when your brothers, because I have three brothers, when your brothers annoy the crap out of you, water off the duck's back. And it's, again, a skill that we we dirt, we have to learn and we have to build on. Because in the beginning when people made comments and like, oh, affirmations, that's so silly. I'm like, oh, yeah, like you want to know it's so silly. 
so silly. But now I'm like, no, man, like I feel great. Like when you are confident in what you do, that's what really helps. And that's why I love doing what I do, right? And people say, how can you be so confident in it? It's because it comes with passion. And now it didn't start out like that. It started out really uncomfortable. I thought, oh my gosh, what did I enter into? Now I'm like, oh, this makes so much sense. Because when I was little and I was feeling the energies, like we talked about of other people, they weren't mine. It wasn't myself and crazy. I didn't need to judge myself. And now when I go to a big event and I'm like, oh, there's a lot of people, oh, you know, what are we, I'm going to get a diagnosis, if allowed, of anxiety, social anxiety. I don't have social anxiety. My boundary is I don't like wasted conversation. I don't like to want to talk about the model of your car if I have chit chat, right? Or the weather. Oh my gosh, it's so nice out there today. Oh, or this, the nuances. Oh my gosh, never, never, never please invite me over and ask me about the weather because I will physically say, please join me outside. <laughs> Chris, Chris, when you come for dinner in a few weeks, I'm going to say, hey, about that weather today, eh? Yeah. And then I'm going to stop talking to you. No, just kidding. But that's the thing right there is that is me. That's my boundary. But if you want to put me on this or somebody's talking about the body, even Western medicine, I love to observe. I love to do their understanding. And then just watching the mannerisms, I understand that person fully. I understand if I can get in and engage if they're open, I can understand. And that's the same with our clients. So when you come to me and you're like, um, I, I can't eat out. Everything's ruined. I have zero social life and I'm so depressed. I'm going to say, okay, let, let's go back to that. Let's delve into that because that mindset we can help you with. That mindset, we can set certain goals. We can set certain thought patterns, we can allow you the room and give you perspective so that you can adopt what is comfortable for you to make that first move. Yeah, and I think that's important because a lot of the times people like, I, you know, I'm eating this way for a protocol or I'm doing this or doing that. And it just, you know, it, it's, it's, it's ruining my life and the social anxiety. Like I, I see this in DMs, um, often even non-clients are like, I've tried to go gluten-free and it's just so hard and anxiety-ridden. I am here to attest as a former Carbo Kate nickname, who only <laughs> ate pierogies, grilled cheeses, and fettuccine Alfredo, who is now a nutritionist. So I'm celiac. I don't do dairy. I usually avoid corn and I don't drink. So you would think, oh my God, like, how do you even live your life? Girl, you better believe I am out there. Like, I'm going to music festivals. I'm going to concerts. I'm going to, you know, Cabana in Toronto to do a little day party and up and there. Like, I'm doing the things still. I don't let those choices hold me back because now that I'm in, in, uh, empowered and educated, which what we do with our clients, I'm able to go places and be like, okay, this is what's going to work for me. I'm still going to be able to have fun. I'm going to go out with my girlfriends and still be able to do this. So I think it's when we stay stuck in that. It's almost like the, the victim mentality we, we stay stuck in. It's like the, the, oh, woe is me. I can't do this. When instead of looking at it as that, we need to look at it as a different perspective of, okay, what do I get to eat? What can I do? This is fun. Like, what, what can I go out and do? And it's like we throw these roadblocks up preemptively because we're afraid of failure. Like, we're afraid of failing. So it's like, oh, if I throw this roadblock up and I'm like, oh, I can't do this because I'm, I'm going to have dinner with my girlfriend on Saturday, that gives us almost an excuse as to why something didn't work. Exactly. And it's a limiting a belief. Limiting so belief. let's look at that. Let's look at it and go, okay, this is a limiting belief. What is it that I can do? How can I be successful? And when we start asking those questions in a positive manner, and when you're new to it, let me tell you, it is hard AF. Mm -hmm. You don't know what you're doing. So try. When you're being coached, it's different because your coach is looking for the specifics, right? And we can get in there and go quickly. So it's never about what you are not doing. So let me do that again. It sounds weird. It's not about... Yeah, say those say those words again, because that was a full criticism. It's not about what you're not doing, because you're not going out socially. You're not able to stay on the protocol. Do you see how what we're telling ourselves is we're, we can't... Well, we just can't. I just can't. But here's the thing. You know my love for can't. You So start re replace can't with I won't. I won't. I won't do this for my acne. And then mm -hmm. they're like, oh, damn, okay, all right. 
Okay, brain. I won't do that for my sanity. (laughs) Yeah. Right? So this is, again, go back and re-listen to the mindset episode because this would be a great compliment. But I want to move on to the other two issues we see from a, a practitioner perspective. So obviously acne is something we deal with day in and day out. I don't know if we've had a client yet that doesn't have some type of PMS symptom. So now let's go into the two issues we see from a practitioner perspective of relating back to acne, which would be circulation and a fungal component. And don't worry, we're going to explain why circulation and fungal component impacts acne. So Chris, let's dig into the the circulation symptom. How does that generally show up for acne sufferers? Circulation can be hyperpigmentation. It could be red hueing and flushing. It could be around the nose and the bridge of the nose, even. With face mapping, it's going to be easier to delve into that. But just know circulation can come in different colors and variety. When the skin is not toned, when our nails could be a little bit purple or discolored, our cold hands and our cold feet, those type of tangibles that we're looking for. Absolutely. Circulation is so, so important because we want to be getting fresh blood, fresh oxygen, oxygen, fresh nutrients throughout the body. So having really great- Oh, hair loss. Hair loss, right? So circulation is key. So what could be the probable cause of poor circulation? Represents the ability to feel and express the emotions in positive ways. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. We did not, honestly, I got to step back here because of course, acne and Katie was like PMS right away. And I'm like, Katie, got to do circulation. Like I can't, I can't tell you how much and committed I am to this. Even when we were, it was a non-negotiable for Chris. She's like, it was a non-negotiable. And now we're talking circulation. Look at this in End of positive story. ways, right? Right. And we just talked about that, right? How we are not talking about ourselves in that positive way. It's easy. So keep, this is, this is all about choice. Put out your hands. Our hands are out. On the left-hand side. But wait, if they're driving, don't put out your hands. Oh, point. Okay. <laughs> so on the left side, we have status quo. We're not going to change a thing. On the right side, we have options. So wh- what's the difference? Okay. Status quo is going to feel more comfortable. Easy. Easy. Oh yeah. We're going to love it. Yeah. We're going to just keep going. Are we going to get resolution? No, because now we go need to go to the right hand and the right hand has options. So remember your right hand has options. You can always go back to status quo or what we can say is my options are continuing going forward or status quo. Status quo. Where did it get you? You can't. How did you feel? It's that quote. You can't do the things you've always done and expect different results. True, right? True. So then I ask for everybody that's listening, what sounds divine? Well, I know what you're thinking. You're like, I want the right hand, Chris. I want the results. I want the goals. I want to feel happy, be happy, do happy. Then I want to ask you, why does the left hand have such control? Who's controlling the left hand? Do you have outside environmental factors? You know, poor relationships, past traumas and beliefs and mindset and all of that. Because again, that is okay. It's okay when you identify it, but it's going to give you a bit of a roadblock, let's say, if, or a little bit naive almost. It's naive to think we're going to go forward and change all those beautiful factors we want, not giving in to some of these false beliefs. We have to identify that we are truly worth it. Absolutely. And when you are truly worth it and you know it, how many times have we seen systemic acne, snap of the fingers, the next day, oh my gosh. And we've not a word of why a client has said, I practiced meditation and I came into myself. I realized it and I didn't wake up with any new breakouts. And that is phenomenal because the last two weeks I was so searched out and I got a new one every single day. So these are the small little nuances you can expect flourish and love. Is it going to be easy? Maybe not. Maybe it is. It is. It's a journey. It's a healing journey. Like it's, that's the thing is healing isn't easy. It's messy. Things will come up that you never thought about. You know, it it will challenge you. Like, for example, I'm going through a protocol for my Epstein-Barr, my EBV. And do you think it's a fun protocol to do? 
No. I'm like, I want to have my matcha latte. I want to have my matcha latte. Every morning I think, matcha, I miss you. But I remind myself I am doing this work for a specific goal. My goal is because I deal with such severe chronic nerve and low back pain that my goal is to be able to pick up my toddler. I just, I literally just want to pay, be able to pick up my toddler and hold him when he wants mama to pick him up because right now I can't do that. I just want to be able to stand at dinner time and make my family a dinner without being in tears and having to take Robaxa set because I'm in so much pain. So I see those goals in my brain and I think I am doing this because I want this goal. Short-term pain for long-term gain. I cannot keep doing the things I've always done and expect different results. And that's the same thing with acne. So when you think about your acne, you need to know what your why is. Why are you doing this? Not just, I want clear skin. Dig deeper into that. Why do you want clear skin? I want clear skin so I feel more confident dating and I can find the love of my life. I want clear skin because I want to stop stressing so much about my acne and be able to be a better mom because right now it's making me very irritable. I want to clear up my skin because I don't feel confident at work and I want to reach for a new promotion. I want to clear up my skin because I miss seeing my friends. I'm not happy. I want, I want joy in my life. When you find out what that why is, you're going to remind myself, okay, this isn't an easy journey. It's new. It could be a little scary, some anxious feelings, but I am doing this because of why. Exactly. One little extra, Chris, like this is like a nugget that you're only going to get with working with somebody because I would never go deep into that. Look at all the whys Katie just said. They are goals. It's still a false belief that you can't have it with acne. You can still do all those things with acne. But guess what? You don't want the acne. So let's get rid of the acne. Mm -hmm. It's like getting rid of your acne helps you feel more confident in those areas of your life. That's just the vehicle. Acne clearing is just a vehicle Agreed. to get you back to that confidence. So now that we Absolutely. have talked this through, Chris, what is the new thought pattern or affirmation for circulation? I am free to circulate love and joy in every part of my world. I love life. That's so awesome. I love that. I think I'm going to use that one. I think it's it really resonated for me. I love life. I need this today. You know, I've had a little bit of a day. Chris has had a day. We had um, a bit of a baby bunny death and we had a snail crushing incident. You said that out I know, loud. I'm so sorry, but they had to know how your day's been. There was a dog hurt. Yeah. <sighs> baby bunny dog situation. It didn't end well for the bunny. It's It's been and a selling of a house. And she stepped on a snail. Like it's been a thing. It's been a day for her. And I stepped on a snail. It's been, so these things, even though exterior confident and more of a hard like personality for, you know, the boundaries and stuff. I'm going to say the alpha type personality is what you're really referring to. Alpha. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to own that because I quite like alpha people. You know, they'll tell you. You're that alpha dog. I'm going to stop it. (laughs) I am free to circulate love and joy in every part of the world. I love my life. (laughs) Anytime she's, every time she sees my face today, she's going to repeat that to herself. Yeah. So Katie might not be the favorite today. Um, but you see, see that? Exactly. Let's go there. Mm-hmm. Katie's not my favorite today. Of course you are. I love you. I feel really, I feel really hurt by that, Chris. I don't, I'm taking a gold star away from you. Let's see. She gives herself gold stars. She takes away the, mine. Do you see this I'm relationship? I'm the giver and taker of the gold stars. Yeah. But those are my words, not my favorite. I don't use the word hate. I don't allow it in my life. I'm just not loving it right now. Um, actually, I do say I hate mosquitoes, but that's a different story. Mosquitoes are no thank you. Exactly. But these are the different things. And this is what has taken me years to do. You know, I am not in favor of that, or I'm not comfortable with that. When you put a feeling with that and somebody wants to come back to you and say, oh, well, that's dumb. What they've done is they've just diminished your feeling and you can easily pick up on it. So when we're circulating our love, we have to circulate it inward too, because I know all of you beauties out there are circulating it out. You probably do a lot for everybody. You will show up for them. Biggest cheerlead. You've got the pom-poms. You've got the matching outfit. You are there. Can we do it for ourselves? We do it for everybody else, but not ourselves. Yeah. Love yourself. You're worth it. it. I'm not kidding. So the next one, which I'm really excited to move into, that is fungus. So the symptom of fungus or fungal infections, and Chris, 
I know when we say fungus, people are only thinking like, oh, like a vaginal yeast infection or a athlete's foot, you know, or the toenail fungus. But we we really see that fungal can be a big, or fungus is a really big impact in the digestive system. So a candida overgrowth Mm -hmm. or a fungal acne, which is an overgrowth of the yeast on the face. So Chris, dig into a little bit more about that fungal component that we see in our acne clients. For sure. We see a lot, uh, we can see pustules that are not fully white, white, but creamy, yellow, deep, that kind of, for sure. A lot of them even, or specifically hanging out in different regions that are in the face mapping again. But the fungal, what about bad breath? What about body odor excessive? It's all those candida symptoms, like an overgrowth of candida, which is a yeast, which is a fungus, is going to cause a slew of symptoms. Right. And again, if we are more bacteria than human DNA and we have parasites, we have molds, fungus, like all of these different types, I mean, viruses that live in us, we have to coexist. So an example is when we're looking at these funguses again, if we have gut health issues, and of course, it's, why is it a pillar? Why is it in, a pillar? Why is it a pillar in the Clarkson solution? That should tell you something. Pillar number one. One. Why is it a pillar number one? Because we understand that that is where our brain, our second brain, in fact, you can almost go first brain, right? With the amount of things it can control. But it's the pro- productivity of what the output of that disharmony is going to bring to us. And when that brings all those things, I mean, fungal overgrowth, this is not even in Western, that can really start perpetuating into UTIs, other things, right? Stress-like response, anxiety-like behavior. I'm not kidding. It is not just about the one component. I am dealing with this. Okay, stick the suppository up your vagina. You are all better. Nope. Because how many times do we see clients with chronic yeast infections? And they're like, oh, I just need a suppository. Oh, I just need a vaginal wash. Oh, I just need to do that. And it's like, no, no, no. We got to go a little higher up and we need to be looking at the microbiome. Is there candida overgrowth going on? Like looking at the UTIs, looking at the these infections, looking at the bacterial vaginosis. These are like when we're dealing with all of these symptoms, you're like, oh my God, my acne and I'm so tired and I get these yeast infections and my hair is thinning. We often think of these as different issues when in fact, they're often all lead back to the same root causes. I don't say just cause because there's usually multiple issues going on. Exactly. And if we go into Louisa Hayes' probable cause, let's do that because she says, stagnating beliefs, refusing to release the past, letting the past rule today. And listen, guys, we got to tell you when Chris and I were like, let's do acne, PMS, circulation, and fungus. No idea. (laughs) We didn't actually go through and like analyze like, oh, this fits with this. Like we straight up were like, here's four things that we need to talk about because they're the most prevalent. And looky here, how wild is that these are all on that same thought pattern. Mm -hmm. And that is so key because those stagnating beliefs, we're talking, this is the whole, hello, that's why we're here today, right? Stuck, stay. And for anyone that's not sure, like, what do you mean stagnant beliefs? It's like stuck in your way, like stuck in that thought pattern, like you or are just sitting there in that thought pattern. Yeah, where you feel that your hands are tied or you'll never get the results or you've done all those things. Why would, and oh, I've had that recently. You know what, Chris? I joined the Clear Skin on a, just- On a a, whim. Whatever. A whim. I might might as well, it was, I might as well. I've done everything else. So, and I'm like, oh, no pressure for Chris here, right? Like Chris loves those. Let's be real, everybody. Chris acts like no pressure, but she freaking- she loves these cases. These are her favorite. Yeah. When you tell me you were my last resort, I'm like, I'm bringing out the big guns. Yeah. Because you know what? When you go for a sustainable model, you shouldn't need another resort. And because we are so like, that is like our motto. What is it? That is our company signature right there. Sustainability. I'm going to have to rebrand and retrademark. You have to. I think we have to bring that in, right? I'm going to add that onto we'll the lawyer's, everything. lawyer's task. She's already trademarking me one. I'm like, hey, by the way, we got a new one. Just kidding. Got a new one. Got to add another one in. Perspective and, you know. But let's look at that new thought pattern. I live in the present moment, joyous and free. Mm, I live in the present moment. Not in the past. That's hard. Not in the past. We, like, how often, 
And this is something I do all the time. I live in the past in these traumas that I've experienced and I stay stuck there in that victim mentality when I'm so busy living in the past, I'm not living in the moment and I'm missing out on so much in my day. Absolutely. It's easy to live in the past. It is so easy. Why? Again, comforting and fault. So think about the roadblock. Well, of course... I'm going to use my poor bunny thing since I'm going to have to talk it out anyways. I know. I'm, you're, going to have to, you're going to need to talk it out in therapy. I'm, somebody left the back door open. She won't say who. We're getting ready for... No, we won't. We're getting ready for a showing. Everybody's scattered. Some have left. Some are still here. I am on a call. And lo and behold, my little hound puppy decided... He's going to go hunting in the backyard. He went hunting. And we, we have it se- sectioned off and everything... Here's the thing. He's a hound dog. So, you know, and my, I, I said to my daughter and it came out like this. Why does nobody ever look past themselves? I said that right out loud. Not on, not on the inside, back, on the outside, you said it. On the outside, right to her. And, you know, then, you know, Katie's like, Chris, like, where were you at 15? And thinking, I'm like, okay, yeah, you kind of, but I was so upset for the loss of this life. We've taken a great care. We've been so vigilant and- I've had to let it go. You know, my daughter named, I think it worse because my daughter named it, you know? So I have to live in the present. And I said to my daughter, because we all had to disperse from the house, and I and I sent her a little message and I said, hey, kiddo, you know, I'm sorry you had to see that because Bruno brought into the house as a prized possession. Look, mama, look at me, right? So ha- so proud to give the, the family dinner. So proud. And, you know, I just kind of said, I'm sorry that you had to see this. You know, we're going to tell the, the other two that we saw Hope take off with her mama. And for us, we're going to live in the moment and we're going to not suppress these feelings, but we're going to live in them. Right. It's uncomfortable. It it sucks. I want to cry. I really do. I don't like that it happened, but I cannot change it. So I can go and relive all the things that all of us could have done differently and better. Or I can say, okay, this is what's presented. And other people are hurting, much like myself. And, you know, maybe that's just a hug to say, you know what? We tried. And, you know. Is is this a bad time to make a joke about rabbit stew? Uh, Katie? Is is the wound still a little fresh? Well, maybe if you said escargot, it could be a little bit more. The snail. Chris has had a day, you guys. But I love that it's it's in these small teachable moments. Like even with myself, when I'm going about the day to day, like Chris and I are obviously both moms. So, you know, I, I'm teaching these same things to my kids when they show up in a different way because they're little, right? So they're not dealing with the acne and all those those issues, but really helping you rebuild those uh, that relationship with yourself and living in the moment and not living in the past. So we've done a re- like spend a solid amount of time talking about the um, emotional and physical connectors between acne and our thought patterns. So I, f- I just want to quickly move into Chris face mapping because Ooh. this is a really cool tool that we utilize. Again, it's not a diagnostic tool, but for us having worked with, you know, thousands of women all over the world, nine different countries, whatever it may be, we can truly see there is some merit here. So when we reference face mapping, we're referencing the traditional Chinese medicine modality. There's a ton of different face mapping out there. Like skincare companies have their own. Pinterest will have a thousand, but we use the True Blue TCM face mapping. And having worked with so many clients at this point, we, we've kind of tweaked it ever so slightly based on what we've seen and what we've noticed with our own clients. So what's really interesting is for someone that has no idea what face mapping is, they're like, Katie, please break it down. So face mapping is the theory that dependent on where the breakouts are on your face or body, that it correlates back to an imbalance or stagnation in that particular organ. So Chris, let's go through, because what I'll do is I'll link to a blog that we have on face mapping so people can easily refer to this after. But let's go through some of the most common areas that we see acne and then talk about the organs that they relate to. Because this, again, can help you start to narrow down where could the imbalances in my body lie. Absolutely. Hands down two, I can say right now, is the forehead. So more of a V-like. So if we go to our eyebrows and put our fingers, that's not what I'm talking about. That's the heart. And then we kind of V in a little bit. That's a bladder. But inside that V. That triangle, upside down triangle. That's that triangle. Yeah, that's a small intestine. 
in the small intestine, we've talked about it. We've talked about the circulation. We've talked about the fungus. We've talked about the acne in the connectors. So this, yes. So, and think back to when you started having acne, 90% easy, I'm that, and I'm being super conservative, started their acne on their forehead. That is a major connector that the lower microbiome is not maybe loving or that there's stress, poor digestion, sleep deprivation. And when does that happen? Usually at what what age? Mm, teens. They, Chris, the mom teens. of three teens. Right. So, and I'm telling you, it does. It does start there. So we want to go back to what we're eating, how we're eating, with who. All of these, we call them the five W's in holistic nutrition. Also, they tend to want to stay up later or on the electronics, right? Or we did now that's, that's prevalent. Not when I was a child, but I'm not just isolating it to teens, but it, even women, right? They're like, Oh, I, I've never gotten it there before. And I said, Oh, hello. Welcome. Welcome. I've been waiting for you to show. And I'll say, Hey, how's your stress? Okay. What's going on with digestion? We'll pop into the journals. We'll see if there's food combining. Are they eating in a rush? All of these factors play a huge role. Here's something where they tend not to be huge and cystic up here. They tend to be braille-like or more tiny in the pustules. I'm not saying they can't be cystic, but what I'm saying is that is what we see big time when we're looking into foods more specifically. So now that we're on small intestine, mm -hmm. let's move on to the large intestine. Where would we see the acne popping up for the large intestine, aka colon? Yeah. If you take your fingers and you put them at the side of your nose and you have your fingers drop down naturally. I say the mustache line. The, uh, yeah. I call, oh, do you? This is like the goatee, like a goatee. This is legit. This is a marker also for stress. Mm -hmm. So you can see stress on people, but so if we draw it back down, that's the large intestine, right? So if it's very indented, we could be looking at stress-like markers, obviously stagnation of bowels or, you know, hyperactive bowels, these types of things, nutrient, we're going to be looking for nutrient absorption, what you're eating again, do we have enough cellulose fiber to help push stuff out? All of these are going to be connectors in there. And then that leads me just one more because I'm going to connect digestion is that let's not forget about the stomach. I was going to go, I was like, Chris, well, what about the stomach? That was my next one. Because oh, we're in the digestion. Yeah, this we is hardcore. Small intestine. We did large intestine. Now we're going to do a stomach. Yeah. So right along, you know, just under that cheekbone, all in that. Yeah. So puff out your cheeks, right all in there, right all the way down. So stomach, again, let's look at digestion. Absolutely. Do we have enough hydrochloric acid? Can we, can we, if we don't have enough hydrochloric acid and we eat those fatty foods, we eat those trans fats foods, or we even eat those beautiful essential fatty acids and other foods, we don't have enough in there to separate the fats from the protein. If we cannot digest our protein, you've heard me say this before. Mm -hmm. This is not new news. You guys are clear skin chronicle veterans at this point, right? Let's go back. We have to ensure that the stomach is digestion because digesting. If it is not, how do you expect your small intestine to absorb? How do you expect your large intestine to finish off those processes? How do we expect our beneficial bacteria in our large intestine to repopulate? We can't. Mm -hmm. So hello, digestion. And I rarely see people, you know, or they'll say, oh my gosh, I only have it in my chin right? Only having to make chin. And then they start going through some therapeutic protocols and we understand and we've isolated that there could be digestion and we're fixing those lifestyle factors. And then Katie, where on their face sometimes do they get acne pop up? On the cheeks. On the cheeks. And they're like, oh, I've never had that before. And I said, oh, it's just been waiting. It's Yeah, it's waiting. And that's a, that's a good point to make is the healing journey is never linear from point A to point B. There is always obstacles and detours. You got to drive over a tree branch, maybe hit a pylon here and there. Or is that just me when I'm driving? It's fine. Just keep going. <laughs> Mental note, do not get in a car with Katie. Oh, I'm learning so much today. <laughs> so much as I said today. But that's the thing is there, there will be flares on the journey. So don't start to panic like, oh my God, I'm rebalancing my microbiome and I had a flare of my skin. I'm doing something wrong. When we're going through protocols, like again, I mentioned how I'm doing an EBV protocol right now. With the, when, within the first few days of it, I had a massive eruption of cold sores all over my lips, like the most painful. I couldn't open my mouth. They were cracking and bleeding and like it was keeping me up at night. And I wasn't thinking, oh my God, what I'm doing is making it worse. I'm thinking, oh, thank God we've hit the nail on the head. 
we figured it out. I'm getting to the source. It's not fun to deal with, but it can be a sign that what you're doing, the body's like, okay, yeah, we've, we figured it out. Exactly. And essentially there's so many different areas. And I think people would probably like an entire session on that. Like it's hard to kind of see it, but we can delve more into that in upcoming sessions. What happens when you get a flare? I think that'd be a great episode. What, what happens when you get a flare, all of these beautiful things, what happens when your acne goes on your chin and how that's correlated, right? But essentially what we really want is because this is acne connector and root causes is we'd be doing this service not to tell you when it's hanging out on your, you know, acne's giving us messages for small intestine, the large intestine and the stomach. We use this as an extra tool to get in there. We don't use it as the sole source. We have the HTMA, we have face mapping, we have your client file, we have our expertise. I think that's a pretty stellar combination. I love it. And now that we've kind of hovered around the chin area, let's just continue there. Because a lot of people are like, I have the jawline acne, I have the chin acne, so it has to be hormonal. Mm. Yeah, it's mm. like, abs- so mm. here, here's a, two, there's two, there's two avenues. <laughs> you know how I feel about that, right? Like you opened Pandora's box right now, you did. But there's two avenues. So yes, when we will often see that the chin area will be the more reproductive area region, right? And they- Yeah, pelvic organs, hormones. Pelvic organs, And they tend to be a little more cystic in nature where they're like under the skin, the deep, painful or blind pimples, some people may call them. But we have to remember that the health of your hormones relies on the health of your gut and the health of your liver. So it's like when you're looking at the chain, you're like, I have hormonal acne. You need to also remember, okay, well, I might have some gut stagnation and I might have some liver stagnation, which is leading to an imbalance in the hormones. And if you're like, Katie, what are you talking about? Go back uh, to one of the first few episodes and check out the gut and the detox organs. Yes, it is not about unison. So what you're seeing here is see how we went from the small intestine to the large intestine back up to the stomach. Exact same thing as the HTMA. We're not just going to say, oh, look at calcium. Hmm, it's bioavailable. Then it's excessive. Uh, oh, okay, we're going to do this. No, no, no. Error. Go back. So now we want to look at exactly where the face is, the color, the skin tone, the type of acne, what's going on, red hues, purple hues. I see purple. I see blues. People don't. I'm not sure what's going on. I got maybe got to get my eyes checked, but I'm looking for stagnation and I'm looking for heat and I'm looking for circulation. Absolutely. This is huge, right? We're looking to see if the lymphatic system, we're looking all of these things and your face gives us such beautiful information that it it's just a shoe in to say, why wouldn't we use, mm-hmm. why wouldn't we go after traditional Chinese medicine and adopt that practice and use it so that, you know, puffy, hello, Hashimoto's puffy under his eyes. You can see it. Like I have it. I, it's not going to go away, but I can keep the color and the circulation and the flow there. Like, that's why I love traditional Chinese medicine. It's like thousands and thousands of year old healing system, obviously originating in China. And uh, I, I, I've seen a number of uh, acupuncturists and traditional Chinese medicine practitioners over the years. And the one that I absolutely love, uh, Yunmei Shao, I remember her telling me that when the traditional Chinese, she's from Beijing, like she has her practice here. She goes, we, we look at Western medicine as like the cute younger sibling to traditional Chinese medicine because they've been doing this for thousands and thousands of years. Like there's so much more advanced in our understanding of the body systems and the meridians, the meridians and the chi and the flow of energy. And it's like if we can marry that with what we're doing, because you know traditional Chinese medicine is a more holistic perspective. When we can marry that with you know the the functional nutrition and marry that with a little bit of that Western, when you get it's like that beautiful you know is it the Venn diagrams, which is the, usually the three mm-hmm. circles. That's where you see that yeah. really lovely synergistic approach because traditional Chinese medicine is so profound and like I said, is they have thousands of years of this. So that's why I love the face mapping. And what would you say? Obviously, Chris, we know gut. Hormones are two big ones. Let's talk the the two de- the, the sorry the three main detox organs: the liver, the lymph, and the kidneys. So with the lymphatics, again, this isn't again on the traditional Chinese medicine, but this is where we've adapted and tweaked. We'll often see lymphatic stagnation if you're getting pimples around your ears, um, like under your ears, like under that jawline area, and even down the lymphatic um, pathway down the sides of your neck. Yeah, absolutely. And we want to keep that drainage. Sometimes I also look at the sides of the temples 
because that's the gallbladder and fat emulsification. And through standard fats, it goes to the lymphatic system. So, and I'm just trying to give you a bit of like Chris's brain here so people can understand as- Oh, not Chris's brain, everybody. Everyone appreciates it, Katie. <laughs> it's a wonderful place when it's controlled and, and uh, had a coffee. So, so that's the things I just want you to understand. It's not isolation, right? But yeah, we've got to keep that lymphatic, you know, and you can go search lymphatics, right? Dry brushing and rebounding, red light, all these beautiful things. They're great if we aren't supporting the pathway and massaging it out and getting that drainage. But here's an extra little nugget. Not only does lymphatics collect toxins, if it can't get the toxins out, where do you think your acne is going to go? Your face. Right? Beat me to the punch, Chris. I was like, pick me, pick me. Raising my hand like I'm in elementary school. Oh, you got to raise your hand, Katie. Pick me in the back. Right? Right? Example. Yeah, absolutely. So all of those connectors have to go together. And the spleen is also connected in conjunction with the lymphatic system. The spleen also is in conjunction with the stomach. So looking at that without geeking out completely is that's why we're looking at the face mapping as a whole Mm -hmm. and stepping back. So yeah, if you have all that acne on your neck, it doesn't really mean it's testosterone or estrogen. It could be lymphatic stagnation, not flow, but it also could be, and I use that but, but it also could be a part of your body's inability to methylate your hormones because they are fat based. And that's why I went to that whole kind of, I knew you, I knew you had a roundabout way of getting there. I had a roundabout way. I just, I was letting you do your thing. Yeah. Don't, don't cut that. (laughs) I wasn't, no, I wasn't, I was like, I know where she's going with this and it's going to be good. So that final one. And before, actually, before we move on to the liver is I briefly want to talk about the spleen because again, the spleen in traditional Chinese medicine, like you will hear practitioners talk about that all the time. And you'll often see if there's some spleen stagnation, or issues with your spleen, maybe it's showing up. Okay, I need to rephrase it. The mustache line is the spleen. And I was talking about the handlebar mustache being the large intestine. I was thinking of my father-in-law who has like a huge handlebar mustache that eats his upper lip. So, and his like goes all the way down. So that's why I was thinking that line. But <laughs> when we have the spleen, it's it's that upper lip there. So yeah, we could be looking upper. Mm-hmm. Moving on, let's talk liver because liver sluggishness is a big one. If our liver is not detoxifying well, where do we typically see this show up in face mapping? Between the eyes. And we can also see a little bit under the eyes. Never underestimate that with that, the connector under the eyes. But I had a client yesterday come in no acne, Katie, no acne at all between the eyes. And I'm like, nope, we've got some liver stagnant. Yeah. I knew this, like I could piece it all together. What did she have? She had discoloration. Mm. She had a little bit more of a yellow undertone. That's important to know is it's not necessarily always acne that we're looking at for the face mapping. It's the, the, the discoloration, the tone of the skin, um, the inflammation that's there, maybe the dryness that's there. So it's, we have to, where we so focus on acne, we need to look beyond that. Because when we see the kidneys, the kidneys is often under the eyes, right? And it, it may not be pimples that are showing up there. It could be that discoloration under the eyes. Yeah, those dark circles. And think about that. But kil- kidneys are filtering organs. If we don't sleep, what color do we get under? We get beige, we get black, but it's a filtering product that we're looking to eliminate, right? Why can't we eliminate that? So again, hydration, sleep, acne, acne kidneys, acne fear to draw it all back in. That's how it's going to look as a whole. And when we get up into the liver, I'm very big on this. Every, I might say this every single episode. What I see as a big error in society is we go after liver first. Mm, please don't. Please, for the love of God, please don't. Right? And I'm not saying that's not right in some cases. It's going to be case file dependent. Usually when we have acne, I don't love to go there first because there's a medley of other things happening. And if we force anything out, ladies, you know what's happening. You've been living it. Explosion of acne, explosion. And now we could, and if you haven't had back knee, 
or chesney. I just made that no, up. No, it's the thing. Back knee, chesney, <laughs> bum knee. It's chesney? Oh, I thought I was doing so good. But, oh yeah, bum, yeah. Had a client that was specifically buttocks, right? Uh, several clients. These types of things, yeah. So this is the, the, the distension of where it's going to go. So just remember is let's go conservative. Let's do it right. Let's use minerals and all these other cool factors. And for the love of goodness, mind, body, spirit. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Clear Skin Chronicles. Next Wednesday, we're going to talk about probiotics. I know it's a hot topic, so don't forget to subscribe to the show. Drop us a review. Sending glowing vibes your way, Katie and Chris. Thanks for hanging out with us this week on the Clear Skin Chronicles. We'll see you next Wednesday with a brand new episode. Remember to subscribe to the show and drop us a review. Sending glowing vibes your way, Katie and Chris.